Run ball. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio podcast show brought to you by Fly Racing and Traction MX. You can head on over to TractionMX.com to design a completely one-of-a-kind seat cover. Go there, do that right now, and um, please enjoy that. I am your host, Brad Gabhart. With us on the line, we've got the points leader in the 250F East Coast Division. Goes by the name of Zach Osborne. Zach, how's it going? Yeah, doing good, man. Just did some riding today and a bike ride, so it was a pretty easy day. Just kind of been chilling out this afternoon. A little bit of uh, riding and some maintenance and obviously uh, still enjoying the uh, the victory from this past weekend, your first victory in uh, in Supercross. Um, how does it feel for you? Uh, is it more of, is it uh, a feeling of elation or is it kind of like a, um, kind of some closure and uh, just kind of like a, almost like a finally it, it's, it's come around uh, for you because you've had a lot of opportunities and you've had a lot of uh, really, really close races that, that could have, could have been victories. Uh, take us through that a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's been good. I mean, um, just, uh, I, don't, I don't know, a little bit of relief, but also, yeah, I mean, it's my first win, so I'm going to be uh, pretty elated about it. I mean, it's, it's been really, really cool to um, just kind of see all the pictures and stuff, and um, yeah, and just kind of soak it all in. It, it's uh, it's a very short period where you're a winner, you know, it's only seven days till the next day, so hopefully we can keep it going this weekend in Toronto. It's all too temporary. Uh when did it uh, seem to actually sink in for you that you're like, yeah, I can't, I, I, I won that race. Was it as soon as you came across the finish line, or is it when you finally got back to uh, your, your mechanic, Dave Feeney, who uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve just like you do? So uh, it must have been a great moment for the both of you. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it probably didn't really, really, really sink in until Sunday morning when I woke up and uh, you know went to get on the plane and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was an awesome weekend for sure for for myself and the team and just um, all the fans who uh, never gave up on me. Absolutely. And you, you've been at this for quite some time. I, I Like, uh, first pro race was 2004, I believe? Uh, no, 2006. I did, uh, did oh, one super class and then, uh, and then um, some outdoors. Fair enough. Um, so um, this year, like, a ton of things changed for you, Zach. Uh, like, and I, I couldn't bear to... Uh, like, name them all off what are what are some of the, the changes that you've made from 2016 to 17 and uh what, what have been the benefits of them uh the main thing for me was just moving to florida to train with alvin and, and uh and the guys um that's been a pretty pretty big move for me um just to change it up change up all my riding and, and move my whole family to florida so um just kind of the confidence that comes with that um being on the program and just uh, riding with those guys every day has been the biggest difference for me. 
For sure. Like, uh, what, what was your greatest challenge with that? Obviously, uh, be, being in, it, mixing it up with the the 450 guys all the time. Do you do you spend any time on on a 450 or even a 350 to, or or is it all all 250s all the time? And obviously, uh, keeping pace with those guys is no small task. Yeah, I mean, it's rare that I actually keep pace with them, but um, I, I only ride the 250. Uh, never, never the 350 or the 450. Um, just, just for the sole purpose that I um, race of 250 on the weekend. So that's what I need to be riding during the week. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been tough. Uh, they bring me to a, to a new level every day because I have to just push so hard um, all the time to, you know, kind of even be in the rain. So it's been a big adjustment. Um, so you've been the, the fastest guy on both weekends so far in the, the East Coast. Obviously, um, uh, not the main event you were looking for in Minneapolis, but the speed was there. Um, what kind of confidence does that kind of just boost for you, knowing that uh, when it, when needed, that speed is there, it's fresh, and uh, you got a little bit of an edge rolling into Toronto? Yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, in, in Minneapolis, I was, I was a lot, you know, not a lot faster, but I was clearly the fastest uh, kind of all day, and then this weekend in Atlanta, I wasn't wasn't quite the fastest in the day, and uh, just kind of turned it around for the night show and and uh, pulled it off in the main. I think uh, both weekends I've been the fastest in the main, and and uh, that's good. I mean, it's it makes it a lot more uh, easy to work and a lot less stressful during the week. So that's always good. So uh, the topic that's been on everybody's lips over the last probably three or four weeks is the way that the tracks have been breaking down late into the uh, the, the the main events, uh, and and with the the timed races that we've had, not only the heat races, the the semis, there's more laps on a track when you guys hit the main events than ever before. Um, what what's your take on all of that, and and how do you adjust yourself and your bike setup, knowing that uh, there might be a couple extra bomb holes or a couple extra uh, stuff that's a little bit more worn out than it used to be? For me, it's not you know in the lights class it hasn't been a real really much of an issue. I mean, the kind of the the rougher the better for me in in both supercross and outdoors. So I haven't been too bothered with it. I mean, um, I know. Like at the end of the end of our main this weekend, there was some concrete in some places, but realistically, like for the for the lights guys, it's not such a big deal. Um, I don't really kind of factor that in. I don't. I don't guess you would say. Fair enough. That wall jump seemed to to wreak havoc on all, but it was also a bit spectacular for the fans to see. Um, did did you get? Uh, you were out front and styling, but at any point uh, while coming up on some lappers, did those guys uh, throw it in your face a little bit? No, I got I got really uh, lucky to um, to miss all that. Uh, I had to make a couple passes, but it seemed like I was always in the right spot um, at the right time. So, um, super fortunate to not not have to deal with that. Uh, is there any chance that if you were designing a supercross track, that you'd put a wall on on the on the full format whatsoever? I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm not also not. Um, you know, super anti either. I mean, I, I don't really hate them. I, I do think, you know, that they came originally to slow down the, the lap times for the uh, main event. So with the time main, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But at the same time, the the wall this weekend, um, I thought it was, was pretty cool jumping, you know, half the sand section and stuff. But I'm sure if you were behind, it was it was miserable. 
For sure, absolutely. It certainly seemed that that to be the case uh, in, the, in the 450 main. Um, rolling into Toronto, we've got the biggest floor that, uh, other than Daytona, I suppose, that uh, Supercross gets gets to have. Um, I know you, you've definitely spent a ton of time on different Supercross tracks. If if you had a kind of a crystal ball or maybe uh, like a, the, a magic wand to find your perfect setup on a big floor like uh, Toronto Supercross, what kind of features would you like on there to uh, just like have a fun track because i feel like when you guys are having fun out there that's when you guys make something really special happen um for me i, I like it to be a little more mellow um that way we can just kind of really get down to it and race on it um but at the same time i feel like toronto like the last time i raced toronto was 2006 so uh then it was like almost like a sand track it was uh super soft and uh and ruddy so i don't really know what to expect going into the weekend i mean i don't know um, really so much how the dirt's going to be and stuff. So for me, I just take it as it comes and kind of uh, roll with the punches. Fair enough. So uh, is it safe to say, fingers crossed, that you'll be riding press day this weekend? Uh, I, I don't have press this weekend. Damn. Well, uh, unfortunately, I won't see you there, but uh, no extra ta- track time for you this week. But uh, how much of a benefit is that for you guys when uh, in, in Minneapolis there's plenty of guys that had time to uh, to go out there and, and feel out the track a little bit? Is that a, a huge plus, or if you do miss out on that, do you feel like you're a little bit more under the gun as far as uh, getting the track down nice and early on Saturday? Uh, I don't know. If, if, there, if you got to ride the whole track and um... – everything was connected up that would be one thing but i think with just the way it is um it can oftentimes be kind of hard to get there in time or um you know it it just can create some issues so for me i'm not too bothered i was happy to do it in minneapolis because i hadn't ridden my my race bike yet so um for me it was just a little bit of trying to get some time on that and break it in a little bit so um but otherwise I'm not too stressed on it. Um, a lot of people are all about it, but I don't. I don't know that it really makes that much of a difference. Fair enough. Now, like when I go to the press days, I, I kind of take note of the fact that the tracks are usually, although like you mentioned, uh, you guys don't get to ride the whole thing, and oftentimes it's it's not as finished as as it is uh, Saturday morning. Um, because of that, have you ever experienced any uh, close calls or uh, like some a bit of scary moments when you're just uh, riding out there for the cameras? No, I try to I try to take it uh, you know easy because I know that it's always like that and just kind of something that you expect when you go to a press day. So no, I've been pretty fortunate with that. Fair enough. Now, uh, now that you've uh, had your first 250 win, uh, of course, uh, your your head couldn't be bigger, and you're just looking forward to uh, to getting in in with the, uh, the big boys up uh, in the class just above you. Um, just as a total bench racing question. Um, when I, I assume one day you'll be in opening ceremonies for uh, the 450 class, what song would you pick? Oh man, that's a tough one. It all depends on location. <laughs> I mean, you gotta choose wisely to uh, to uh, yeah blend in with your fans where you're at. So um, yeah, it would it would all depend on uh, the location for me. Fair enough. Well, uh, it's it's um, like there's plenty of rap songs about Detroit, so uh, maybe uh, maybe you'll get the opportunity to uh, throw it up to the fans of those the, around there sometime. I'm not much on rap, so that's probably doubtful. What do you listen to? I listen to classic rock. Do you? okay. So like who who like classic rock is a wide spectrum. Who who's like kind of like your repeat offenders when it comes to the iTunes? Um, Leonard Skinner, Creedence Clearwater. 
um, Tom Petty, Bob Seger, those kind of guys. Fair enough. Well, uh, I have to look for, for some of those uh, groups in, in your opening ceremonies uh, video slash uh, entrance song. Um, looking forward to the rest of the series. Obviously, when I talked to you in Minneapolis, the goal was to, uh, to take it race by race and work for a championship. Is that, uh, is that still the case? And um, that being like, if that's the case, do you have more confidence uh, that you'll be able to achieve all your goals in 2017? Yeah, I feel good about it. Um especially just kind of getting the wind monkey off my back, you know, pretty early in the season and taking the red plates into the third round. I feel, feel good about it. I know that it's going to be a grind till the end, but, um, I feel good about my chances and, uh, you know, I, I know that there's going to be guys there every weekend who are going to put me, put me to the test. So, um, I'm just trying to, uh, stay in the moment and, and sort of eliminate any big mistakes and stuff and, and just, uh, ride to my potential. So you're you're one of the few guys in the 250 class that is a a full blown family man. Uh, speak to the the value of that and what uh, that having a support system like a a, a close immediate family is uh, to a professional racer because uh, it's it's a mental sport. It's a, a sport that demands a lot out of you, and so does parenthood uh, as well as being a husband. So how do you balance all that, and how does it benefit you? Uh, mainly benefit would be just motivation to um, you know sort of supply for my family and and make sure that they have a great life and uh and yeah just uh the reward to to see them happy and uh and satisfied is is awesome i mean um it's been a, a big change for two years now to have a baby and stuff and it's uh the most rewarding thing ever so i'm i'm super proud of it and happy so uh, in in all of this, like you're a very serious racer. You you take your craft uh, about as seriously as anyone that I've seen uh, on race day. But um, is is riding a motorcycle still still fun for you, Zach? And if so, if it is, uh, what do you do to kind of maximize that uh, that fun level? Whether you're, you're like when you're not just putting down laps, uh, like th- the things that you do on the bike, or, or like like going doing any off road stuff like that. What's um, how do you kind of keep it fun? Um. Lately, I haven't really been doing anything other than just motos and uh, and the standard stuff. But that's kind of kind of what I really enjoy is just um, the grind every day, the training and stuff. I I'm one of the few people I think who you know really kind of relish that opportunity and um, and enjoy it. So my main main thing is just I enjoy the the work and and the grind. Fair enough. Now, uh, I've got one uh, email question for you from uh, from Sean Wedge here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, he asks that, um, given your experience with uh, with the GPs, first of all, do you still uh, kind of keep tabs on that series? And, uh, like, you're still a pretty young guy. If, uh, if At the end of your career, do you ever see yourself going over there and spending some time uh, in the MXGP series? Um, I definitely keep an eye on it. Uh, you know, I watch like everyone every weekend and uh and just see what's going on we all love racing and and stuff so yeah i definitely definitely give it a watch and um i would consider going back for a year or two um i don't i definitely don't want to be there for another four or five years but um yeah a year or two towards the end of my career wouldn't be a bad thing at all 
Cool, man. Well, um, I told you I, I'd uh, need you for about 15 minutes. It's almost been exactly that, man. Uh, I can't wait to see you in uh, just about five days' time now as uh, we, we close in on Toronto Supercross. My uh, Kind of my neck of the woods. Still a 20-hour drive. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, it's it's north of the border. Uh, really appreciate you giving some time, man. Uh, don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Thank you. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live-what-you-love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did, 
and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things weeds. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with a viral brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 Speed, too. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, Traction MX, and Justified Cultures. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line, we've got none other than A-Ray, Alex Ray, the 314 in your program, number one in your hearts. Alex, how's it going, buddy? Dude, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Always a well-spoken young man who uh, knows how to twist the throttle. Um, 
some exciting news coming down the way uh, that we'll talk about a little later, but uh, give us a little bit of a recap on the eight rounds that have been. Uh, I've been to six of them. I've seen you uh, frustrated uh, as all been heck a good at, the, so far, uh, at the end of a LCQ. I mean, I've seen you on the podium on an and, LCQ. Uh, you know, I've, had uh, I've had some downs. Thanking but, uh, competing uh, you know, sponsors. Goals, um, uh, it's, it's, it's been a row. Can I give us uh, a little bit of an overview this from year. the eyes uh, of Alex You know, I've had my best finish. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Like, you know, it's, it's great. I mean, I've made more mains than missed, so which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing better than I've ever done before. So uh, investing myself this year really is starting to pay off. It's it's yeah 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 man uh, Thomas uh, over at TXS uh, he helped me no actually kidding. get and a few of course, the uh, you're, uh, I believe you know, last he made it possible was, and uh, with, he also uh, made it possible against TXS, me this year, um, you know, productions to, last year late last to, uh, year and then carrying that step up my this program year. to come to club if it wasn't for him then you know I wouldn't have gotten the training that I needed before the season that's right. Absolutely, and it's clearly paying off. Like yeah, I only made five last uh, year. I think I've if, already made five. Um, if the Boom. like, how many mains did you make last year? I, 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 I'm sorry that I don't know exactly how many there are, but you've got to be coming up on a similar number of of main events that you made all of last year, just even now so far. Yeah, that's the plan. There you go. There you go. So we've already yeah, matched I mean, last year's hey, point production, I imagine. Actually, I'm uh, from, probably going to get a haircut So uh, maybe looking to get, get for, looking uh, to get rid of the uh, the three digit for 2017 or 18. Otherwise, I do get to shave your head. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that 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 was the main stipulation for that contract. I I imagine. Um, but let let's talk a little bit about the some battles that you've had out there on the track. Um, yeah. Being in the uh, position you're yeah, in, you know, I'd imagine that uh, you're uh, you're coming across uh, a similar individuals the, time and time uh, again. Uh, who are some of the guys paid, that you've been dicing uh, with Cody most? Gilmore. And, uh, of course, uh, including your uh, your housemate and good cow. friend of uh, Cade Clayson. Um. Let's see who else. Uh, Jimmy Albertson. He's been riding really, really good. Um, Insignaps. Yeah, Tyler and Adam. Adam. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're, both of those yeah, brothers. They're they're riding really well, and you know, just heck, every privateer. You know, they've all stepped their game up. You know, like right. They're all Insignaps riding really, really bit. good. So I mean, there's really no bad, like riders nowadays like they're all good so it's making it really tough but uh yeah we're still getting in there so it's awesome mm -hmm. no kidding it's it's uh like probably the least amount of injuries that we've had throughout the first eight rounds in, in quite some time. And like you said, uh, you're, you're, you've taken your, your 
career to the next level. Um, what do you most attribute your kind of figuring it out to? Is it uh, is it intensity? Is it fitness? Is um, it uh, just, just basically um, this is now together, your, I you believe, know, I mean, fourth or fitness, fifth year uh, racing focus, full-time Supercross? You know, uh, lines on the track. Becoming, uh, you know, a student like, of the game and just kind of knowing what to expect uh, and just being just, a little bit more small things, things you know, that and then we also go over video and stuff at the races as well. And, you know, just being more educated on it, you know, with, with doing it, you know, so long, you know, this is probably my, I think, sixth year, actually, um, racing Supercross. Um, just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm old, you know, I'm 23, almost 24. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, uh, but yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, jeez, you're an old guy now. And, uh, you know, everything just coming together and being more educated, you know, just, uh, Jesus. knowing when to go and when to back it Continue down. Continue racing is what you're going to do. Where to go on the track, how the track's going to get, the track's going to play itself out, not getting stressed out about, you know, doing this gnarly rhythm or whatever, you know. I mean, like, everybody on the track is a professional for a reason, and, and, uh, yeah, pretty much. I just let it play itself out, and I don't stress. And uh, one of the things that you've done over six years is develop some incredible relationships um, with some companies that have had your back, and uh, and um, you've kind of like over you kind of like your journey of all this. You you've kind of like picked you've picked up some uh, others have fallen off, and you immediately replaced that one with with another great relationship that you've had. Second year here with FXR, uh, and that's a, of course a, a home company to to where I live. They the, their headquarters is yeah, about dude, five minutes from my house. But uh, tell great, me a little bit know, about. They, working with Andy White really and, uh, and Carson and the guys over at uh, FXR because they got you looking good every um, single weekend. And uh, that's got to be like, when you look good, you play good. Durable, uh, the whole nine yards. Deion Sanders said it best. Yeah, like I'm looking 10 out of 10 every time I get on the track. Like the gear is sick. So if you don't have FXR, I recommend getting it because it is badass. No kidding. Well, uh, it, it's 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 nice to see that uh, they've embraced you and you, you're 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 enjoying the yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, and, uh, uh, yeah. And 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 we found out just the other good. last and weekend I, and that uh, you're uh, not the I only athlete uh, within their quiver that rocks a 34 pants. So, Apparently, a skinny yeah. guy like uh, uh, Josh Cartwright has a big enough booty to fill those out as well. You obviously don't have FXR pants. Then. There you go. Okay, okay. I, honestly, I wear well, I wear thirty fours because of well, knee braces. Because honestly, I don't think I can find a single pair of pants that at my waist braces. fits the knee braces that I have. Like I just so that uh, I, that's my solution. To... No, I don't. I am currently a fly rider. So Fair enough. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to call up uh, Aaron Weave or uh, maybe Milt Reimer himself and, and, and figure that out. Um, 
As far as uh, coming up to Toronto, what's the week going to week look week going to look like for uh, yourself? Friday. You've spent yeah. some time um, on the mountain bike today. I imagine the Husqvarna gets pulled Kate out tomorrow to uh, to, to make some noise with that Bill's bike there, uh, um, and, and get some practice laps done. But what, so when we'll do you go there, across the border the track, and start to shiver like um, no get tomorrow? Get our stuff done, and then um, I think we are heading to the dealer signing or something. Um, I forgot what it was called, but. Um, but yeah, we'll be over there signing autographs. Fair enough. Well, uh, if, if uh, we'll get some info on where you'll be signing, and uh, so that people can go check uh, you out. Um, structured, you know. This and, year has been a bit of a whirlwind with, for you. You, you know, spent some time Kate out in, uh, in SoCal. Miller, now you're Cameron back McAdoo, at the club. Myself, um, that's obviously Justin home Brayden, base for you Michael and Cade. Um, uh, what, what's the biggest uh, benefit Welton, of going to a place like um, that? Darian Tanai, just a lot of really, really good guys, you know, and and Kyle Peters as well. And we're we're always. Uh, feeding off of each other and uh, just everything, you know, we, we, uh, we just feed off of each other. Everything is structured. We always have a plan whenever we get up in the morning, we know what we're going to do. Um, you know, I'm, I have my meals laid out. I have, you know, my workouts laid out, everything's ready to go. So I know exactly what to do, when to do it, when to rest, when to work out, when to go hard. So I know exactly how I'm going to feel on the weekends, and it's gonna, and I'm gonna feel good. So tell me a little bit about Olin's suspension, man. Uh, you're one of the only guys in the in the pros that's running it, um, I, to my knowledge, anyway. Um, what uh, what kind of insight do you have yeah, as far um, as uh, man, the, it's, it's the really good. stuff you know, that's I coming to production on that stuff? Or, no lean, uh, is it, is it air that you're on? Is it oil? What's or spring, rather? Uh, uh, what's, in the year, with, or, what's with the uh, Olin suspension, last year in the other than lo- looking sweet uh, with the, the gold stanchions? I called, I called uh, Chris over at Olin's, and... And uh, he helped me out with a set of forks, and uh, man, I loved it. Um, I've been running it for the past few years, but uh, it was my first time using it with uh, Husky, and I really gelled with it right away. And and yeah, I'm on oil or spring fork, not air. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just got a super awesome plush feeling, and uh, you know, and it holds up, you know, with Supercross. So. It it works really really good. Fair enough. So, uh, what would you say is your uh, most defining yeah? Actually, this so weekend, far, um, eight, seven, off the start in the LCQ, as far as a, uh, a close um, call or uh, I think had the to second save it, rhythm lane, um, you go in, in one of the races the start, or a practice that session. Like, have you had right, any that next close calls like where two, three, uh, and just I went about two, hit the farm three, there? I jumped and I actually like clipped the tough block whenever I landed, and I thought I was going to go down, but I saved it, and luckily we made the main event. So, yeah, it was good.
There we go. Fair enough. Um, as far as, uh, like, you've been making it into more mains this year, so you know exactly what the tracks have been like late in these main events. Um, the word on the street is that they're more broken down than ever from the eye test. You can see that there's, you're getting, you guys are getting down to the concrete. Uh, there's yeah, the a couple of whoop sections this year that have been absolutely and, and slammed and by the time the races are everywhere. done. Like this um, weekend, what's your take on it all, and what's the solution? Five laps in, it was concrete, um, coming out of the the start straight and both of the flat turns and there's concrete everywhere. And yeah, the whoops have been pretty big and, uh, they've, uh, taken a lot of prisoners. So I just, uh, do the most consistent line through there and just get through every lap. Um, I struggle with a little bit um, whenever there is like a. Um, so what, what's like something that, track, uh, that you know you still um, struggle with, or something that uh, maybe not uh, maybe not something that you, is a strength for you, like, something you, you need to, to work like, on every single week. Really, really be on your toes, and uh, <coughs> yeah, that's sort of what I struggle with. I'm, I do a little bit better on the more fast supercross tracks, but um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much something I need. Uh, need to work on a little bit, but uh, we'll get mm. it figured out. Fair enough. Kid or uh, Alex Ray likes to flow out there. Um, Speaking of uh, like of flow, um, the the track seemed a little bit difficult, mo- difficult to pass, and that became ever ever more evident when uh, your good friend Cade Clayson was trying to make a a last lap uh, pass in the LCQ this last weekend. Uh, wasn't able to make I was that happy to be in front of that it. pass um, totally stick because of a, uh, a not so great but, run through uh, the whoop de doos. Kind of a um, subject. In the, have in you the watched that? Uh, right how, probably how many times have you watched that uh, hey, since? Hey, and uh, how happy were you to be? In front of that melee. Okay. You tell Brad, I'm doing just fine, and I will kick his ass next weekend. He said he's going to kick Scott Champion's ass. That you've heard? Oh. Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Brad's right. ass or Scott Champion's? I was talking about yours. <laughs> oh, mine? Oh, he's going to beat my ass. So. <laughs> Perfect. You'd probably beat mine as well, um, but uh, glad to hear that Kate Clayson is uh, uh, taking it all in stride. Um, I, 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 I'd love to actually uh, to, to, to talk to Kate about that uh, at some point uh, in the near future. Maybe I'll uh, just completely cold call him a little bit after this, but... Uh, um, Getting back to your side of things, uh, let's talk a little bit about some exciting news rolling in. Um, this will be, this, from to my knowledge, this will be one of your last races in Toronto uh, on a Husqvarna, um, moving up to oh, yeah. uh, uh, moving so, uh, on yeah. uh, to a, a new team and a new opportunity with the, uh, Cycle Trader Rock River Saturday Yamaha, night, and, uh, filling uh, in for Tommy, Tommy Hunt, as well Tommy as I believe you'll have uh, a new no one ever wishes in, that uh, on anyone. Um, Al Defoe. And no, no one likes to see anybody get hurt. And uh, but uh, unfortunately, um, he's out for the season, and I will be uh, filling that spot. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> That's probably the only Fair one. Enough. So, uh, what do you like, uh, I haven't really Yamaha think, other than uh, 2007, two stroke in the last a couple uh, generations ago. ago. I think that's the only Yamaha uh, no, you've had you spent any time on. Twelve. Yeah. No, I was, was probably an 80? the world's fattest kid. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. How how old were you when you got onto big bikes? Yeah, pretty much. I've worn what, the same twelve pants for a while. Were now. you the world's <laughs> tallest twelve-year-old or what? Mm, okay, fair enough. 12 year old 12 years old still rocking the 34 pants fair enough fair enough uh well i'm i'm excited to, to hear about the move when did you get the, yeah, uh, you know, the phone uh, call I, and uh and how excited were you hear that uh, night, uh you'll be on a great um, team and with you know, some great support and also um, I was, saving some money for yourself I'm, on weekends because obviously like, uh, you won't be uh, you won't be on privateer and, island um, anymore I'm just excited, and uh, I hope that I fill the shoes and do very well on the new Yamaha. And I and I think I will. You know, I gel pretty easily. You know, so and I adapt quick. So I'll have a good few days before Daytona, and we'll be ready to rip. Fair enough. Well, yeah. No kidding. Well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> There we go. And uh, as far as um, like keeping good uh, good communication and, and good relationships with your your past sponsors, I understand there's a few that you won't be able to carry along with you. Yeah, you know, uh, moving like, forward, um, uh, how, how do you handle uh, communicating uh, with those individuals to uh, basically and, um, uh, you know, let them know and, like what what the situation know, is and how much you appreciate you know, their support in the past and, and moving forward from here. He he's done so, so much for me, you know, and, and just like with all my sponsors, everybody's done so much for me. And, you know, I try to give back and, and do as much as I can and promote and everything like that. And, um, so, you know, I mean, I just got to do what I got to do for myself, I guess. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everything that those people do for me. And, uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, if this, uh, doesn't last a long time that, you know, they'll, they'll have me back. So, um, but yeah. Fair enough. Well, I, 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 I'm sure they will, you know, because you've, you've, like I said, you've developed those relationships and you've, yeah, uh, you've been good. a stand up guy for, uh, for those who've been able to support Jay you. Jay said he's and, working. Uh, he can't answer your, your friends, uh, that, you uh, you clearly room with. And, uh, um, let's see if he's going to answer his phone. I want to see if we can I tried to straighten it up a little bit. into this phone call. Sound good? Oh, well, apparently I'm not the best cleaning. Yeah. He's, he's trying to call you. He's full of shit. Hello? Apparently I'm not 
Cade Clayson, uh, I understand that you're really busy right now, but uh, I couldn't uh, let this phone call end without uh, adding you to it. Uh, of course, you guys are a bit of a dynamic duo in the in the podcast world. For those who don't oh my gosh, already check so it out, it's please like go check out the uh, the Privateer no. Island no, podcast I'm, over I'm, on uh, pulpamex.com, as well as you can find that on uh, iTunes. Uh, uh, what's going on, you two? Um, just a little bit of groceries, a little bit of cleaning up after Mr. Alex Ray? Mondays are usually spent recovering uh, and uh, that's awesome. I can relate. Groceries and all that nonsense. Yeah, it was a difficult weekend, but you know it is what it is. You know he beat me straight up. You know I tried to make it happen, and uh, he he did what he had to do to to get in front of me. Trying to put things behind you. Fair enough, and and you did what you had to do to get in front of him uh, earlier that lap. I feel like uh, uh, if if you went through the whoops a uh, hundred yeah, times that day, a, that would have been the worst that you would have gone through them. Uh, some scary moments. Uh, you were able to save it, but uh, unable to, uh, to, to 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 get into the main event. Take us through the last lap there, and then uh, the, uh, uh, maybe a few minutes so, uh, afterwards. So I ended up going from like a great start to. Uh, like a mid-pack start, and I worked my way all the way up to fifth, and I tried to pass him once, and I lost a little bit of time, and then on the last lap, I sent the wall into the sand and made up a little bit of time, and then I just kind of went down the hill through that uh, turn, and, you know, we were going slow enough, I, I knew nothing bad was going to happen, so that's why I was able to uh, slam him there, and, you know, I, <clears throat> I just did what I had to do, and I thought I had a nice little gap and I just uh, going through the weeks that lap I <clears throat> I just kind of made a mistake and caught a rut with my front wheel and it sent me to the side a little and it slowed me way down and he killed the loops that lap hands down and uh, you know he was able to cut down out of the turn and beat me by a half a wheel so you know that's the way it goes sometimes but uh, yeah after the race he was super salty that I slammed him and he was kind of just I don't know what his deal was, but he was uh, acting like such a cool guy. And, you know, I tried to congratulate him and been like, you know, you he, he, he did what you had to do. I tried to do what I had to do. And he wasn't about it. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I've had so many people, like, uh, hit me up about it. Like, people seeing him acting like that on just on TV in the first 30 feet after the track. And, like, they didn't even see the stuff uh, after the race. Yeah. And he, him and his mechanic were talking crap in the tunnel. But, you know, it is what it is. Some people are like that. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, so I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. It, it it just seems surprising because for me, like he like coming from the two hundred and fifty class, Scott uh, would would kind of you'd think he'd be used to, or uh, like that that's racing. Like there's like I'd say there's probably more slamming that goes on in uh, in a in a two hundred and fifty main event than any uh, four hundred and fifty LCQ. And uh, I guess uh, th- maybe things just are a little bit different. You guys uh, are um, been at it for a, quite a long time, and uh, those those things are expected and whatnot. But uh, could definitely tell that you were. 
were uh, I mean, basically trying to uh, to be a good sport about it because uh, you've been on the, uh, the good end of those things, no you've been on the bad end of those things, friends, and that's so, racing. I mean, but, uh, um, do you, you think know, the, the two of you would I, still be in as good of friends if if Alex Ray had slammed you on the I know it's racing. You know, I've done it. I've done it with plenty of people, and I'm friends with them, and I'm sure Alex has done it with plenty of people too. So, you know, it's racing. Some people are just super salty about it and can't. They expect to be able to dish it out, but they can't handle it when it happens to them. So people just got to grow up. Who's the better cook out of you two? You know, I try to cook, but uh, it doesn't really work out that Fair well enough. for me. Um, but yeah, Kate Alex, is uh, an awesome Who's cook. the better it cook at between the two so of you, or uh, or are so you just much. kind of a passenger on this? Much, uh, I can't. Um, this he can adult pretty much eat whatever that, uh, he wants. Just he eats like a whole cow and a half a pig and doesn't gain a pound. So that's what makes me mad. Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> And you look at a burger and you gain five. Fair enough. So, uh, um, plan, plans for outdoors, uh, boys. Let's look for a little man, bit for, so forward. Forward. Um, the yeah, any, any chance the two of you either go both go north of the border, yeah, both stay south of the border. Uh, what's uh, what's the uh, the prognosis for uh, once summer comes? One offer, but you know I'm working on something right now. If redemption is on play it by ear. We don't know yet. That's bad. I really don't have anything uh, in the works. So I'm, uh, you know, anybody listening, you know, I'd love to race outdoors in the U.S. But now, now, yeah, right now I really don't know what I'm doing. Uh, No, they already have uh, Heath Harrison, I think, for, for outdoors. Or they have something going on over there. And, but, uh, uh, and, yeah, and I think that I'd imagine I that uh, Mr. Ray, your your fingers crossed just, that uh, uh, cycle trader take you outdoors or what? Lethal, agile for Supercross next year. And uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My body's got some miles on it, man. <laughs> okay. Supercross only, starting at the age of 23. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, boys, uh, it sounds like it's about dinner time for you guys, and uh, i got to hit the hit the gym myself. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to the two oh, of yeah, you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. give you uh, an Just opportunity to both thank some sponsors and, and, uh, and give you some love. Those me, you know, give that's you guys so many opportunities right and uh, the support you need. We'll start with Cade and uh, finish off with the guy that started this phone call. Uh, so go ahead, Cade. The whole K1 Speed, BWR, team, race tech, and you know, Pro Taper, Rai, FXR, you know, the list goes on and on. Like, I could sit here for an hour and name all my sponsors, but they know who they are, and they know how much I appreciate all they do for me, and, uh, yeah, you know, it wouldn't be possible without them.
Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Well, yeah, I totally uh, uh, appreciate a whole that, that uh, you've got some good friends and family around you, and that uh, you but include uh, a guy like Alex have, Ray uh, as the people you surround yourself with. That's uh, a little bit know, of a Make-A-Wish Foundation-style uh, venture for you, and, but uh, I think it's working out. to be able to live around, and yeah, I mean, sometimes we've got heads, but yeah, it's good. You know, it's, uh, it's yeah. nice to be able to have someone like that uh, with me. All right. Yeah, man. First off, I'd like to thank Thomas over here. Fair enough. Here. And now, Alex, um, I know you've got a ton so of great sponsors to like, thank before you get off this phone this call. Year. So uh, please do so, be, man. I'll let you guys also, uh, cook. Well, at least uh, one of you cook dinner. Pulp Max, uh, dedicated ride company, FXR, of course, always put me in the sickest gear. Um, CD boots, just making my ankles feel great after a long weekend of Supercross. You know, uh, Vortex uh bars and uh chain um w wheels dirt tricks pockets evans coolant um no lean j6 always having my suspension awesome olin's uh you know recluse clutches bills pipes ssi decals ride engineering moto seat streamlined brakes x-brand goggles um you know just everybody in my corner twisted development there's so many, so many people that's, that's helped me out this year that I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm, I'm just spectral oils, no toil. So many people that are in my corner just helping me out and getting me to this point um, and everything like that. And I'm just so grateful for them. And, uh, yeah, also Husqvarna, you know, uh, this year they've, they've stepped up and they helped me out, you know, and um, whenever I needed it. So it was good. It was a good run, but uh, now it's time to step over, put my leg over a Yamaha next week. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, we'll see you too in Toronto. I uh, fly out on uh, on on Friday morning. Uh, right, looking Later. forward to that, boys. Have a great week of uh, of twisting the throttle, uh, and uh, and best of luck this weekend. If I don't uh, talk to you before the uh, the mains hit, which I probably will, though. All right, talk to you later, guys. I'll uh, I'll let you get going.